Hi everyone, you're listening to Mary Read Scripture, a production of the Ephesus School Network. I'm Mary, and today I'll be reading and you'll be hearing from the Book of Romans. Let's begin, as we always will, by hearing Scripture. Today's reading is from Romans chapter 3, verse 19 through 23. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may be become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. There is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of Mary Reads Scripture. Thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. Just a reminder that my listeners have access to free digital vocabulary cards for the Greek and Hebrew words we discuss on each episode. You can find these free resources by following me on Instagram at mary underscore reads underscore scripture. You can also access all of the vocabulary cards for Romans chapter 1 and 2 on my website at maryreadscripture.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on any of the major podcast streaming platforms, including YouTube. If you find this podcast edifying, please share so that others have a chance to hear it as well. Now to today's discussion. Now we know that whatever the law, honomos, says, it says to those who are under the law, tonomo, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. The first thing that I would like to observe about verse 19 is that the law Paul is speaking of is quote-unquote the law, honomos, of God. If you remember from episode 15, when nomos, law, includes the definite article the, it typically refers to honomos, the law, or the Torah, the first five books of Moses. If there is no definite article present in the Greek, we can assume that the law is being spoken of in more general terms, such as a human system of customs or laws. This is important because the Greek is making intentional distinctions between the law and law in this passage. This isn't respected by the English text, which imposes the definite article on the text in many places where it doesn't exist in the Greek text. We see this when we move on to verse 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no moo, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law, no moo, is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law, no moo, is revealed, being witnessed by the law, to no moo, and the prophets. When the English imposes the definite article the on the text, it makes it harder to hear what the text is saying. Since we know that there is a distinction between the law, the Torah, honomos, and law or custom, nomos, I think it might help us to hear the text better if we do a little experiment. We might say the following instead. Now we know that whatever the Torah says, it says to those who are under the Torah, that every mouth may be stopped 
and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of law or custom, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by law and custom is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God, apart from law and custom, is revealed, being witnessed by the Torah and the prophets. I think when we do this, it becomes more apparent to our English ears that the text is not speaking of the same law. Law and custom is not the same as the law, the Torah. In verse 19, the English text also adjusts the sentence structure, which dilutes the focus of the sentence and weakens how we hear the text. In the English, we get the word says twice. Now we know that whatever the Torah says, it says to those who are under the Torah. There are actually two different words being used in the Greek text here. The first one is a form of the word lego, and the second one is a form of the word laleo. Lego is defined as to say, speak, or command. It is characterized by speech and progress. Laleo is defined as to talk, more specifically to utter a voice or emit a sound. It is to speak using the tongue. It is characterized more by the sound that comes from speaking. It can also be defined as to use words in order to declare one's mind and disclose one's thoughts. Let's hear verse 19 again, this time allowing the Greek words to speak in their proper order and differentiating between the two forms of speaking. We now know that whatever the Torah says, legi, to those under the Torah, it speaks lali, so that every mouth may be stopped. The first thing we hear when we put the words back in their Greek order is a stronger emphasis on whatever the Torah commands to those under it. The sound of its voice stops every mouth. When the Torah speaks, it is declaring its mind, and every mouth is stopped. To finish, I want to point out in verse 19 that the English text says that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. The guilt of the whole world is certainly implied, because we know that all are under sin, according to last week's discussion. The English text may be inferring this, but I do think that it is important to note that the word the Greek text is using is hypodikos, which properly means to be brought under the judgment of God. So we can hear the text as, We know now that whatever the Torah says to those under the Torah, it speaks that every mouth may be stopped, and under judgment may be all the world to God. I should also point out that the word hypodikos, which the Greek text uses, is an adjective, a descriptive word. It describes what the whole world will become. Because it is an adjective, it is easy to see why the English text chose the word guilty. Guilty makes sense as an adjective in the English, even though the guilt is being inferred. It is probably trickier for our English ears to hear that the whole world will become under judgment, in the sense that under judgment is how the whole world will be described. I have more to say about our passage from today. So we will pick up next week with verse 20 and continue our discussion. That's all for today.
Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for a new episode of Mary Read Scripture. Bye!